The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Plenty of uh, controversy in Ottawa these days, and more was stirred up recently when it was revealed that bureaucrats at the Department of National Defense decided to privately dedicate a memorial containing the Kandahar Battlefield Cenotaph. Now, the structure stood outside the Canadian Task Force headquarters throughout the war and became a focal point for soldiers who had lost comrades and families when they were able to visit. Now, the memorial was open and dedicated on May 13th in a private ceremony behind security lines inside a building. Families of the fallen were not invited. They found out about it through a letter. In fact, news of the ceremony only became public in social media posts days afterwards. Now, the DND originally said the hall and the memorial are not open to the general public, but will be made accessible to the families of the fallen upon request. So if a member, uh, if a family of the fallen wanted to go see this memorial, which is inside a DND building, a DND headquarters in Canada, Ontario, they would have to call and make an appointment to go. But now DND is saying they are considering ways, well, after blowback, of course, they are considering ways to accommodate special visits by the public on special occasions. But again, as it stands right now, it's a memorial that was built by soldiers for soldiers that soldiers can't go see. And families of the fallen can't unless an appointment is made. Joining us now is Darcia Arndt. Darcia is the widow of Master Corporal Raymond Arndt, who was a reservist with the Loyal Canadian Regiment. Um, the, no, the Loyal Edmonton Regiment. Forgive me, the Loyal Edmonton Regiment. Master Corporal Arndt died in Afghanistan in April of 2006. He was just days away from returning home. Welcome to the show, Darcia. Thanks for having me, Darcia. When when you when you talk about Ray, and every time that we've we've talked uh, in the past over the past number of years, when you do talk about him, <clears throat> there's a smile in your voice, and uh, there's a great love in your voice. What is it that you miss about him the most? Um, his laugh and his smile and just. He grounded me in a way that nobody else has ever has. And I always make the joke that he was the logic to my illogic. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, he, he really grounded me. Darcia uh, Ray uh, died in a, he was killed in a car accident in Afghanistan on August 5th, 2006. He was, what, just, I think, nine days away from, from uh, 11, yeah, nine, nine, 11 days, yeah. Yeah, so he was like less than two weeks from coming yeah. home to you. Um, and, you know, your world uh, devastated at, at that point. Over the years and the months and the years that would follow, um, I know that you went to Kandahar, didn't you? Uh, yeah, we went in 2009 at the end of um, December 2009. And you saw the memorial. What did you think of it? It was it was really powerful. Um, it was really surreal. Um, it was one of the first things we saw after landing in Kandahar, and um, we had a, a few opportunities to to visit it um, while we were there. 
including a big, they did a big memorial while we were there, a big ceremony. So, and, um, go ahead. It's, it's, it was just very powerful. So when you heard the news that they were bringing it back to Canada and it was going to be set up, um, you know, and this has been in the works now for, for years, uh, it, it must have been good to know. It must have been comforting to know that that uh, that memory or that, that piece of history from Afghanistan was going to be back here in Canada. Sure, it should be here. That's absolutely so what is your reaction to um, what has happened just recently with the fact that um, it's been unveiled in the middle of a building that no one can access? I'm having a really difficult time understanding why it seems that there's so much secrecy about the unveiling. Like, it's just veiled in, in quiet and, and secret. And I, and I, don't, I don't have an answer. I don't, I don't know why. Um, I'm glad it's here. I'm glad that it's in a secure location. Um, I think that there could have been some much better planning. I think there could have been a better location. Um, it seems to me that a that a monument built for built by soldiers in memory of soldiers should be open to soldiers and their families um, and and the public um, who want to see it and who want to pay tribute. I, I completely agree, and uh, you know, and that's why I said it. Could, there could have been a better a, a better option. Um. How did you find out about it? About the unveiling? Yeah. A letter that I got two days before, three days before it was about to happen. And what did you think when you received it? Um, Well, my my first automatic thought was, they're talking about this as happening in the past tense, but the letter is dated before it Mm -hmm. happened. Um, That was really weird. Um... And then, you know, everything started on showing up on Facebook that it happened and that it was done. And my first thought was, there was nobody there. There was nobody, nobody was there. Invited. Well, no- nobody was invited. It seems to me um, that you would have at least extended an invitation to the families and certainly given them enough time to have them there. One would think, um, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe there were space constraints and inviting 159 families was unre- is unrealistic or what, you know, would be unrealistic to fit in that space. Um, I don't know, but some sort of family representation. We have a, we have a, a Silver Cross mother through the Legion mm-hmm. for these purposes. We have widows who live local that are, you know, literally 11 minutes away from the new headquarters. Like there could have been some 
some sort of family representation. Maybe not everybody at that time, at this, you know, at this time, but some someone. Darcia, there's been some families that have said that they feel that uh, they and the and the fallen are being forgotten about. Do you feel that way? And if so, why or why not? I don't know specifically if it's forgotten, but I do feel and I and I'm not I'm not speaking specific just to this event, but to other events, other federal departments that sometimes we kind of get brushed aside. And maybe it maybe it's not forgotten, but um, I always say we are the one percent, and it's 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 kind of easy to push aside that one percent. We have um, the well, General Vance uh, has now said that um, that they're going to work uh, to open the memorial to families, etc. Um, how do you feel about that? And will you go see it if you're in Ottawa? I'm hopeful that that a positive change will be made. It's it's not just about us. It's not just about the families. It's about the guys who built it. It's about the guys who served with those who died. It's it's about you know it is about the public. Like I feel that everybody should have an opportunity to see it. If I'm in Ottawa, I will absolutely um, make an attempt. Um, I guess make an appointment. I guess <laughs> to to go and see it. Absolutely. Uh, before I let you go, Darcy, and again, I thank you very much for joining me this afternoon. I know that um, you're not a big fan of, of talking uh, to the media, <laughs> but I, I, I really do appreciate it. If there's if there's anything, um, well, I guess maybe it is important to ask this before we go. I about you know this 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 instance notwithstanding, and some other you know cases as well. Over the years, I mean, it has been what thirteen, uh, thirteen years now uh, since thirteen years this year. Yeah, thirteen years this year since uh, since Ray died. The support that you have received from the military um, th- over those years um, have they done? A, a, has it done a good enough job? I think in a lot of instances it has. I mean. You know, we started up in the West, here in the West, we started up a Memorial Cross Network with the help of John Vance. He's always been our number one supporter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've done a lot of work to affect change and affect policy with D&D. And it's only going to make things better for the next generation. And some of the relationships that we have formed with other families and with, you know, other um, serving members and, you know, those members who have now retired. And, you know, we've formed relationships that we never would have been able to form. You know, these, we would have never met these people, you included. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, it's, very, it's very valuable. Um, and it's hard to describe that value. You're at a museum today, aren't you? I am at a museum today. Which one? 
I am at the Loyal Edmonton Regiment Military Museum. Which so is, your, your husband was, Edmonton, yep. Yep, the regiment, the regimental museum of my husband's unit. And it's got to be nice to, to go in there and maybe find a, feel a connection still. Um, the, the museum um, and the regimental association, they're all connected and it's very much a family um, it's a different, it's a different kind of a family from, from the actual military, uh-huh. um, because it's a lot of retired people. Um, but it's, it's a great connection and it's still, you know, it makes me feel part of something. Um, I'm still quite involved with the unit as well. And I get, you know, often get to see the guys that, my husband served with and you know it's wonderful to to maintain that connection Darcia, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful um, that General Vance and the Prime Minister follow through on their promises to make things right is, is how they're calling it. I do hope um, that this uh, memorial becomes uh, more accessible and I understand, you know, fragility of it and, and that sort of stuff, but I do think it is something that um, should be available for those who uh, did serve, who are still serving, for the families and and for the public who, who want to pay tribute um, to to, to, to those who died, to those who are injured, to those who served, the thousands upon thousands um, uh, who served uh, alongside your husband. And so fingers crossed on that. And I, I know you feel the same way. Darcia, thanks yep. for joining me uh, this afternoon. Is there anything that you want folks to know before we, we say goodbye? Maybe some final thoughts on, on this journey of yours or um, about your husband and his service? No, I just, I, you know, I just fingers crossed, right, that, you know, something positive will happen. And, you know, like I said, it's not about us. It's about everybody. And it's about those soldiers who built it. It's about those people who are involved in building it. It's about those soldiers who, who, who lost their brothers and, and their sisters. And it's, you know, it, 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 you know it's, and it's meaningful, I think, to the public. So... I just really hope that that a positive change will happen. Darcia, thank you for this. You're very welcome. All right, your thoughts coming in at 6.30, 6.30. My thoughts when we come back. A lot of you... A lot of you are texting in right now, slamming uh, the uh, the uh, Trudeau liberals, and and I get that, and I completely uh, I get that. Uh, but this goes back farther than than uh, the Trudeau liberals. It it does go back uh, as far as you know the Harper Conservatives and before that. I mean, you got to remember we were in Afghanistan from 2002. Uh, our combat role ended in 2011. Our last uh, our last training folks got out of there in March of 2014. Uh, Stephen Harper back in. Uh, it was about five years ago, uh, six years ago, did a, a last-minute service on Parliament Hill, invited all of the families, but it was a last-minute thing. So this has been going on for quite some time, and we've seen, you know, certainly with the Veterans Affairs Minister, how many of those have we had? Like seven in the last eight years? It is, it's pretty It's pretty shameful. It's very, very shameful. So so three thoughts on this one, three points on this one, you guys. Uh, the DND has made a big mistake on it. Uh, officials and the Prime Minister said they are working on making it right. They have to make this right. Uh, Uh, Number two, not inviting the families of the fallen was a bad move. 
If nothing else, they should have been notified in a timely manner. And if there was not enough room for everyone, as Darcia mentioned, a Silver Cross uh, representative of some sort should have been there. And number three... In my opinion, a war memorial should not be behind security lines. It needs to be an accessible place where friends, family, colleagues, the general public can pay tribute whenever they want. 159 Canadian soldiers died in Afghanistan. 2,000 were injured. Thousands, 40,000 others served. People care. We saw it in this city. We saw it play out time and time again at memorial services with yellow ribbons along trees around uh, you know 97th Street and around the city. And of course, all of you who lined the roadways and bridges as the fallen came home. Get it right. You've got to.